Welcome to the J Crypto Audio Experience. First off, thanks for coming. Second off, I want to congratulate you for investing in the education of blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, decentralized finance, all those terms that when you first hear you go, what the hell does that mean? Blockchain is a technology shift, guys. Once in a lifetime opportunity. This is Malibu beachfront property, $1,000 per the acre. Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. What is up, guys and girls? This is Jay Crypto once again. And if you're watching on my YouTube channel uh, and you like the content that you see here today at the end of the video or during it please smash the like button please smash the subscribe button guys I really appreciate it and if you're and if you're listening in on the podcast then welcome to the J crypto audio experience guys today's video is going to be covering a project that we've heard a lot of hype about and I want to bring to light some of the basics of the project. Um, I've done some research over the last days of this project as promised in, uh, I think, this video. I, I talked about it a little bit, which was Kusa, or no, excuse me, sorry, it was, it was uh, this video, Polkadot. And the project is Kusama. Um, now, for a brief introduction, Kusama was actually created by the same, you know, founder of Polkadot. So Polkadot and Kusama were created together. Now, what was interesting is Polkadot, which aims to be a leader in interoperability in the crypto blockchain space, had also created a separate um, relay chain, if you will, called Kusama. Now, this project was made in parallel with Polkadot and actually was made to work with Polkadot. The purpose of this project was to create an environment where you could test things before launching them onto Polkadot. So the Kusama network has a greater amount of speed and in a trade-off it has less security than the Polkadot network or blockchain if you will. Now, the prices of Kusama and Polkadot are drastically different. For instance, if we look at Kusama, Kusama's trading at $406.68. Now, over the past 14 days, we've seen some increasingly high and low volatility. And recently, this recent pump could arguably be due to the announcements that the parachain auctions are just around the corner for Kusama. And that's what I want to cover today, guys. I'm going to get into a little bit more about what Kusama is and does, and then I'm going to talk a bit about the parachain auctions. Uh, I'm still learning about them, but I'm also going to do something that I have not seen other YouTubers do yet, which is cover all the projects currently being auctioned that I can find on these Kusama parachain auctions. Okay. So what is a parachain auction? Well basically how, how normal smart contract platforms work is 
you'll have what's called an initial coin offering or an ICO. And what you'll be able to do is pay ETH or BNB, depending on the platform, if we're on Ethereum or Binance Smart Chain. And they will, in exchange, give you some you know tokens in a private sale before it's listed on a decentralized exchange or a centralized exchange, better yet. Now, what this does is you're buying tokens in hopes that once it gets released, you bought it at a price lower than what it will be traded for in the public market. Usual, usually successful ICOs will happen when one, you do a lot of research on the project and you identify it as you know a first mover or just has like a little bit of a twist to it and great tokenomics and so on and so forth and it's solving a problem there's a demand for whatever the token is through its tokenomics and you got in on the private sale and another thing that can happen in these ICOs is a burning mechanism where let's say that a million tokens out of 10 million are being offered in the private sale that's almost 10% of the entire tokens um, supply so that's a lot now, let's say only 100,000 of these tokens get bought at the private sale price. Well, then what will happen is sometimes 900,000 will be burned as an incentive to increase the price when it gets launched in its public uh, ICO. So that being said, parachain auctions are a little bit different. Now, if you go onto the Kusama website, you can see that there's a bunch of stuff happening. <laughs> and I'm on it right now for my podcast listeners. And as we scroll down, we can kind of go over what Kusama is. So Kusama is a scalable network of specialized blockchains built using Substrate and nearly the same code base as Polkadot. The network is an experimental development environment for teams who want to move fast and innovate on Kusama or prepare for deployment on Polkadot. Kusama was founded in 2019 by Gavin Wood, founder of Polkadot and co-founder, former CTO of um, Ethereum. Now, Gavin Wood has been increasingly, you know, popping up since this news has hit. And it's actually very big news. And for investors, the main difference between parachain off offerings and um, ICOs is the model is completely different, guys. So with a parachain offering, what you have to do is you have to commit a certain amount of case, K, uh, so let's just say KSM or Polkadot, depending on which auction, because Polkadot auctions haven't happened yet. They're going to try them first on Kusama, which are like the ICOs, if you will, of this blockchains of Kusama. So the parachain offerings or auctions will be like, you have to lock up a certain amount of Kusama. So let's say that you have a project looking to participate in the auction, right? And they're asking you as an investor to lock up one Kusama for in exchange for 400 of their tokens. Well, at $400 per Kusama, you better make sure that their tokens are at least worth $1 per token based on market cap and circulating supply. And all those, fun, or excuse me, market cap of competing blockchains with similar amounts of total and circulating supply. 
So you really want to do some price research and I have a great video on how to determine market cap and circulating supply early on I believe in my um, I think I'm, I'm on my YouTube guys in case you're listening on the podcast but I do have an earlier video and it's titled how to research 100x altcoin gems on the Binance chain. And this goes into market cap and things of that nature. So please go check that out. And it's also my podcast too. But it's an earlier one, so you're going to have to scroll down a bit. But um, basically, guys, what's different is that when you lock up your Kusama, so let's say you lock up one Kusama. Well, now you have a promise that once the token wins the auction, you will get 400 of their tokens. The difference between this and ICO is you're not paying with Kusama. You're locking it up. So that means that you don't actually have to buy these tokens. The only thing that you're doing is you're risking volatility. So in the span of 48 weeks, which is how long each parachain auction will last. So let's say that we have a project called project um i don't know hustle project hustle hustle let's call it a decentralized financial dap and let's say that it's one kusama for 400 of hustle tokens now when you lock up your kusama you're not staking it and it could go up and down in price and it's gonna take about 48 weeks for you to receive those tokens. So, in other words, it's kind of like making a bet on, you know, the project tokens, number one, and your Kusama. So, when do you get the project tokens? And when do you get your Kusama? You get your Kusama at the end of 48 weeks, okay? But if they win the auction, then you get your tokens, I believe, as soon as they win the auction. So that's kind of the trade-off, guys. So you're receiving your initial investment after 48 weeks and you're receiving the um, the project tokens right away. I believe this is the case with most projects, but you will have to research the projects individually to find out. So if you think about that, then it's not really like you're purchasing you know what I'm saying? It's not really like you're purchasing these initial coin offering tokens, which is very interesting. And it can kind of give you a way to skirt around crypto regulations. Now, as a project owner, because if you think about it, you're basically giving away tokens, but you're crowdfunding the barrier of entry, which is hey, in order to get onto a parachain, I have to lock up a certain amount of KSM. So you're using the crowdfunding, you're promising these people new tokens. So it's a win-win because for investors, they get their initial principal back plus the tokens of the project. And for KSM or for project owners, it's also like you're giving away tokens and you're not really taking in anything or any profit. You're just using crowdfunding, you're leveraging crowdfunding to basically become a parachain, which will be great for the project as well. Um, 
So let's go into this a little bit. So parachain slot options. So the key to Kasama's scalable multi-chain architecture, parachains connect to the network by leasing, remember guys, only 48 weeks, a slot on the relay chain via permissionless auction. As Polkadot's canary, so canary, excuse me, network, Kusama is rolling out parachain auctions first for testing and optimization. So if you don't know what canaries are, or canary networks are, it's it it's it represents back in the day when coal miners used to send canary birds into coal mines to see if the um, toxicity or gases was too toxic for the miners. So if the canary bird went in and it died, the miners wouldn't go in. But if the canary went in and came back out and was still alive and fine, then the coal miners said, oh, okay, that's fine to go into. So Kusama's really like, so the bullish part about this for Kusama's price is that number one, you may have an opportunity to get in at the ground level on an incredible project that starts on Kusama and then migrates over to Polkadot. Number two, Kusama's tokens will be locked up through these auctions, so the price should go up. Or if investors have been savvy enough, then they've already bought in Kusama, and maybe this is the floor. So it will at least establish a floor, or it could potentially raise the price up. Number number three, I think, I always forget my numbers, but this is very bullish news for Polkadot because if Kusama's parachain auctions go without any any problems at all, then now you have Polkadot ready to launch their parachain auctions, which is the plan. Let's test on Kusama, then let's go to Polkadot. So this is very bullish for both Kusama and Polkadot tokens. Um, it's an advancement in the space, and I'm gonna in future videos kind of go over the um, different projects on both because it is pretty interesting. So let's go into auction mechanics. So what are the auction mechanics? Well, parachain slot auctions follow a modified candle auction format with each auction lasting approximately one week to prevent auction snipping, which is the strategy of bidding at the last moment, which we see in the sports card industry right now at eBay. And instead of auction snipping, it's going to promote more accurate price discovery. The exact endpoint of a particular auction remains unknown until after the auction's close. So basically, that means that, hey, you know what, you can continue to lock up KSM uh, if you're a project, and whoever has the most KSM locked up, then at a certain point, a random time, a snapshot will be boom. So the auction could start today, and then six days from now, then a random point, a snapshot will be taken. And whoever wins that at that point will be the ones to get that parachain slot. Um, so teams bid by specifying at least one contiguous range of one through eight lease periods. Each lease period is six weeks. And the amount of KSM they are willing to lock up for the duration of the chosen range. Uh, a second point would be open bidding continues for the duration of the auction. Teams can see other bids and increase their bid over time to stay competitive throughout the auction. And then three, at the end of the auction, the precise moment of the auction's close is randomly and retroactively determined by a variable random function. 
DRF is that acronym if you hear that ever. And then the fourth point is that the winning parachain is automatically onboarded at the start of the lease. The KSM uh, Kusama amount that was bid remains locked for the duration of the lease, after which it can be locked. Teams can extend their lease by winning another auction before the conclusion of their current slot lease period. Alright guys, and if you're into Kusama or you're into Polkadot, let me know in the comments if you have any uh, suggestions on projects to cover. Or if I've said anything that um, is incorrect information, please jump in and just let my audience know. Um, I appreciate that. But um, I'm trying to really just follow what I've learned from the site and done some research on my own. Auction timetable. Each auction has an open bidding period of approximately one week and assigns a total slot duration of up to 48 weeks, divided into eight lease periods for six weeks each. Auctions will start with an initial batch of five auctions, with a new auction taking place approximately every week. After this, auctions will switch to taking place approximately every two weeks. Interesting. So this, I think, is going to be very, very big. And I have a feeling that any investors looking to get into crowdfunding will want to participate in this um, for a multitude of reasons. The first and most prevalent reason being that the Polkadot ecosystem is just a few steps ahead of the other blockchains currently being used for decentralized finance in terms of interoperability. Now, they still have a few things to improve to be truly interoperable, and the team has to figure those things out, but that's that's pretty much the main pitch of Polkadot and of Kusama. Let's make things very interoperable. Um, the second reason is that if you have an ecosystem that's interoperable with other blockchains, then the applications that are built on top of that can be interoperable as well. So this is a huge advantage for projects that maybe have started on Ethereum and we don't have ETH 2.0 yet, and maybe want to be interoperable with various blockchains and other ecosystems. Another reason that this could be big is because you have this option to lock up Kusama and get your Kusama back on top of, depending on what the project decides, the, the coins of that project. So remember guys, 48 weeks is almost a year. So just remember that that you know can happen. Now, if you supply Kusama to a project and they don't win the auction, don't fret because they may continue to keep trying. Or if they you know decide that all the parachain slots are unavailable, then it could take up to two weeks to get your Kusama back from them at that point. Um, so just know that you're you're losing out on your staking rewards and if Kusama's price dips, you can't really touch it because it's locked up. Now let's move on into crowd loans. Some teams may choose to crowdfund their slot lease using Kusama's built-in crowd loan mechanism, which allows people, you, to contribute by agreeing to lock up their own KSM until the end of the lease. So this is kind of what I was talking about. Teams can reward their contributors however they see fit. Okay. 
and can structure their crowd loan in various ways, hosting it either natively on Kusama or on a third-party platform. The typical process for a crowd loan conducted natively on Kusama will look something like this. The team creates a crowd loan campaign, setting a maximum of total allowed contributions in a campaign and end date to account for the possibility of losing one or more auctions. A campaign can add, can last for several auctions and it invites their community to participate. Okay, so basically the project decides all those things. So they can set an end date, they can, so you'll know going into it from my understanding. And once this is available, I'll check it out and maybe I'll do an actual live tutorial of how to lock up some Kusama. But basically from the sound of it, it looks like the project will be able to set an end date. They'll be able to say, all right, you can lock up your Kusama and we're gonna try for maybe six weeks to, you know, get get in one of these auctions and win. And if they don't win, then you'll get your Kusama back. So crowd loan contributors initiate a special transaction allocating transferable KSM to the campaign's index. This is different from a normal send transaction. Contributors should not send KSM to an external account. Um, KSM contributors can be submitted throughout the duration of the crowd loan campaign or until an auction is won. Up to the maximum amount of contributors set by the parachain team when creating the campaign. If there are enough contributors to win an auction, the chain is automatically deployed at the start of the lease and the full amount of KSM contributed to the campaign index will remain locked up for the duration of the lease. Crowd loaned KSM can be unlocked and returned to contributors control at the end of the lease period. In the event that a crowd loan campaign ends with out the team winning an auction, contributors KSM can be unlocked at the end of the campaign. How to participate in native crowd loan? Well, I'm gonna just play a quick video on it. Hi, my name is Bill Laboon. I'm the technical education lead at Web3 Foundation here in- I'll also link this video in my description too. Um, so that way you guys can check it out. But this is kind of how to participate into the actual you know, crowd loans on Kusama. Switzerland and today I'm going to discuss crowd loans. So the first thing that I want to mention about crowd loans is that this is simply one way to access them. There will be uh, other ways that uh, different providers will provide. Uh, however, I you know what I'll do guys? I just I just thought of this because I have a podcast running too. I'm gonna do a whole different video covering this footage and tutorialize it and then i'll also do an audio for that for a podcast as well so i'll put this uh, in the description as i said but moving on let's just kind of you know protect you guys here so how to protect yourself from crowd loan scams so scams are unfortunately a real threat in the blockchain space that requires one to be vigilant fake crowd loan campaigns may present an attractive target for scammers always stay alert to protect yourself and your non-refund fundable crypto assets. If you suspect you're being scammed, please email Web3 Foundation support team. So that's who you can email if you think you're being scammed. Central rules of thumb, never share your seed phrase or account password. Remember that it's easy for scammers to impersonate people online. 
If you are participating in the Kusama Native crowd, crowd loan, see frequently asked questions on the Kusama site and never send your Kusama to an address. Native crowd loan contributors are made with a special transaction in Kusama using what's called a campaign index, where contributed KSM remain locked until the end of the lease period. Legitimate teams will not ask you to send KSM to an address to participate in Kusama Native crowd loan. That's just not how they're going to do it, guys. If participating in a non-native crowd loan campaign, always uh, consult the official channels of parachain teams to verify the details of how to participate. Remember that scammers may try to impersonate official channels and team members. Never participate in a crowd loan you don't trust and never send tokens to someone you don't trust. Remember that if you are scammed, there is nothing that can be done to recover your, your funds. All right, guys, now that I uh, fed you guys your, your vegetables there with all the protection, um, it's very interesting, guys. It really is very interesting. And I know this was more of a what is Kusama video that I'm going to probably headline it. But just to finish up here with uh, what is Kusama, the scalable multi-chain network for radical innovation. So I'm just going to go through a little bit of bullet points here. Um, unprecedented interoperability and scalability for blockchain developers who want to quickly push the limits of what's possible. This is what Kusama is. Built using Substrate with nearly the same code base and industry-leading multi-chain infrastructure as Kusama's cousin. What's the origin of Kusama, you might be wondering? Well, the relationship between society and technology has deteriorated to the point where large entities routinely stretch and overstep their authority. Kusama is a network built as a risk-taking, fast-moving canary in the coal mine for its cousin Polkadot. It's a living platform built for change agents to take back control, spark innovation, and disrupt the status quo. What is Kusama? Well, Kusama is a scalable network. Um, or sorry, I already read that. Excuse me, guys. All right, well, that's kind of like it. I mean, it's got fast iteration, faster than Polkadot. It's got low economic barriers. Um, it's got advanced technology. It's built with next generation sharded multi-chain network while employing the newest, fastest, uh, newest features before they are deployed on Polkadot. It has an open, open governance system, which is what the Kusama token is used for. And, uh, you know, Kusama is owned and governed by a community of network participants who vote on and control the evolution of the network. They have a voice and make your, and you can make your mark by having a voice and owning Kusama in the evolution of the network. It's got a very engaged community, guys. It really does. Um, leverage Polkadot's global brand and developer community for your parachain, parathread, or decentralized apps and valuable experience. For teams looking to move to Polkadot after fine-tuning on Kusama, begin building your community and brand on Kusama before deployment. So it's basically saying, guys, start on Kusama, then come to Polkadot once you got everything figured out. Innovation, scalability, interoperability, and customization are the landmarks of what Kusama represents. Um, and that's pretty much it, guys. Build, validate, and join. All right, so what do you think? Do you want me to do a video on Polkadot? Kind of going into that project as well, giving you guys the pros and cons of that. Um, 
it's an interesting thing. I, you know, before my research, I didn't really realize that Kusama was a test net for Polkadot. And there are advantages in investing in the test net. Number one, you have cheaper tokens because there's probably less exposure and less, you know, uh, I mean, it's just more of a riskier environment. The projects are newer, they haven't been tested on Polkadot. You can start at the ground level, you can get in early. With these parachain auctions, you can get in even earlier than, you know, what people think. And they're about to happen. So this ecosystem is about to become alive. So, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's a big thing for crypto. And uh, that's kind of what the buzz of Kusama is about on like a basic level. So that's pretty much it for you guys. Thanks for joining. This is Jay Crypto. Like and subscribe for more content. Comment what kind of content you guys want. And I will make sure that I listen to every one of my subscribers and what kind of content they want and continue to bring you guys things that I find are very important right now to hear and, and, and to be talked about in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space. All right, guys. Well, that's what I got. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.